Hi, I'm Dahlia. And I'm Alma. This is Nightmare on Fifth Street, a horror movie podcast. So I, I I don't know if I would say I made Alma mute herself, but I kind of made Alma mute herself by saying, hey, you could mute yourself because she's like drinking her coffee and water and everything, um, you know, so we could just do the, the regular old intro. So I say my, you know, hi, Dalia. And then Alma's sitting there. The reason she said she didn't want to mute herself is because last time she couldn't figure out how to unmute herself. And it was it was just like just. Yeah. So panic mode, I guess, again. So yeah, I had to do it twice again. <laughs> What's funny is I'm, I all the time remember to mute it. It's I forget to turn it back on. And then you'll look at me, you're like, and I know Alma's trying to join in the conversation, but she forgot to unmute herself. And then I'm like, oh, shit. So I just did the same thing. And it wasn't because I was drinking water and coffee. It's because I was chugging it like an animal. I was like, like, I'm dying. Like I haven't had water in ever. And then I'm like, oh, coffee. Oh, but that dragged my mouth out. So let me drink some more water. Chug, chug, chug. Oh, you know what would be nice? Another sip of coffee. Yeah, she was going back and forth between the two. It's like, God, fucking just choose one. <laughs> no, but I get it. I totally get it. You want the coffee. That seems more like it's it's serving a purpose. But then, yeah, you're afterwards, you're like, hmm, water would be really good right this second. <laughs> so there I go. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot. You know, we're on, we only record for like an hour and a half, maybe sometimes now we've gotten it down. It used to be over two hours, but now we're probably recording an hour and a half and I cannot sit here without my drinks. Yeah. You have to have multiple beverages. You got to have something. I thirst. It's not going to happen. I feel like I will. I feel like I will. Like when I've left the house and I didn't have something to drink, it it doesn't matter how long it is. I feel like I'm, I, I get a headache. It's like. I know it's like, what's the word? Psychosomatic, right? You tell yourself that you're dying of thirst and all of a sudden the headache kicks in and you're like, I didn't drink water for like 20 minutes, (laughs) even though you go hours at a stretch, but it's just when you're thinking about it, that's what happens. Like when I go to bed at night, I have to have my water next to me because if I don't, I will wake up an hour later after having fallen asleep, fucking thirsty, everything's parched. And I'm like, you know, I, every single time. But I can like the cocoon, the cocoon (laughs) movie with those old ass aliens all withered up. (laughs) Yes. And I also always think of that little tiny alien from um, Men in Black. The one that's in Black, yeah. Oh, I'm so cute. Look at me. I know. I I love that alien. I would love that little alien. Like as a pet? Is that what you mean? (laughs) No, I would respect his like humanity, but he's not a humanoid. Humanoid, like, no. Human beingness, <laughs> but I would give him the best life, just like all the cats and dogs, <laughs> all the millions, millions of animals you currently have in your here, home. here, come. <laughs> this is me scattering cat treats. That's how I get their attention. Here. Scatter she's, she's, them like chicken she's feed. Pantomiming or miming, like <laughs> when people throw the feed to their their chickens, you know, over the field. Or but I, I literally do that with cat treats. I literally do that. I. I do this. I get the bag out and I'm, I'm doing it. Anyway, so we're here to talk about, talk about horror. Horror. Yeah. 
Oh, hey, you whore. horror whores. We're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, okay, so we doing a double feature again. We're I doing love that for us. Original I still love that for us. And remake. Um, we're mm-hmm. still doing Women of Horror. And we are discussing the movies Ringu and The Ring. The, the ring. Ringu came out in 1998. And Ring came out, what year was that? 2002? 2002. Uh, yeah. So quite a few years apart. So stylistically, even uh, uh, camera-wise, cinematography-wise, different. So they had different things going for them. It's going to be fun talking about it, talking about one, then the other, then compare contrast, and then bash the American one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I promise. I'm not going to do that with this one. This one actually. You're not going to. But I still am going to, a little. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But I do think the American version um, as a standalone movie is actually – a uh, little teaser to my thoughts here. I actually think it holds up well on its own. Um, but let's go ahead and we'll start with uh, discussing Ringu, which was made in 1998. Um, this this movie, the original, is based off a series of books in Japan, um, the Ring series that were... Uh, uh, I'm looking for the author real quick. I have it in front of me. They're a series of horror novels written by Koji Suzuki. Um, it's originally a trilogy, which was followed up by a few other films. I mean, a few other novels, Ring, Spiral, and The Loop. Oh, and Loop, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the novels revolve around a curse, um, which is embodied within a videotape. Um, and so, yeah, that I actually wanted to find the books and read them and all that. Um but it's always something I end up putting on the back burner. And then like, by the time I realize, oh my God, we're going to be doing this. We're like, already reading great. enough, man. We, we're reading all this, you know, <laughs> it's like extra, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It'll, yeah, it'll get done eventually. eventually. It does though. Eventually. We do. We always eventually get to the reading. Yeah. Like we five do. years from now, we'll revisit this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay. So this movie inspired numerous follow-ups in the ring fan franchise. Um, I I think I've seen every Japanese one. I don't know if I've seen the American ones, but I definitely have seen I think every Japanese one. That's funny because um, me, me too the same because yeah. I watched the first three with you. Yeah, and I'm not sure if you remember that, but because I, yeah, we were really we looked for into them all the yeah. foreign horror. <laughs> we looked for them. We were like we watched the first two uh, together because they were released at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, always gonna. I'm always going to remember that. And then we watched, I don't know if I watched the ring with you, but the, the first three, we made sure to track them down. It's, oh yeah. It was a thing. <laughs> it was so fun doing that, that back in the old days. Um, <laughs> so this uh, Ringu was directed by, you're going to have to excuse my horrible Japanese pronunciation. Sorry, but I'm not very good at it. Directed by Hideo Nikara and written by Hiroshi Takahashi. And like I said, it's based on the the books. And um, in this movie, we have Nanako Matsushima as Reiku Asakawa. Uh, I love Alma's notes because in Alma's notes, she writes girl boss. <laughs> so um, now we, we know who it is. Yes. <laughs> um, then we have Rikia Otaka as Yoichi Asakawa. Mm-hmm. Um, you put the original something son. Sing, uh, he's the original single independent woman. Oh, <laughs> you're just really trying to fuck me up. <laughs> but 
that's the little boy. That's the little boy. That's the son of the girl boss, which is now single independent woman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have Katsumi Muramatsu as Koichi Asakawa. Mm -hmm. And um, apparently, according to Alma in her notes, he's deadbeat father. (laughs) He's a deadbeat father. It's real easy to know who he is. Look at him. (laughs) we have miki nakatani as mai takano yuko takeuchi as tomoko (laughs) alma you're not (laughs) she's alma's notes say getting busy with the boyfriend and getting ringed (laughs) is ringed good or bad do i want to get ringed i don't know no you don't get ringed because the ringed is when you get dead Uh, I thought it was kind of like it never been kissed. Like, uh, do you want to get crushed or what does she say? What what is it that it never been? Kissed? Oh my gosh, I just can't crunched, remember. But crunched I, or something crushed, like that. Crushed, crushed. I can't remember. It's, it's it was crushed. Uh-huh. It's like, do I want to get ringed? <laughs> Apparently, I do not want to get ringed. And then other Uh-oh. people. Now, I found this movie on AMC Plus. It looks like Alma found it on Tubi. Oh, I forgot to put the multiple. Yeah, it was available on like on three or four things. Yeah. But yeah. I always. I've lately I've really been enjoying going to Tubi when it has commercials and mm. specifically with movies that we're watching because mm. I use that time to catch up on notes. Oh, great idea. I love that. See? Okay. Using my brains. <laughs> um, okay. So for this one, um, uh, trigger content warning, child murder, death, suicide. Um, but as a, just a general summary, the film follows a reporter who is racing She's racing to investigate the mystery behind a cursed videotape. Whoever watches the tape dies seven days after watching it. Um, and so, yeah, again, ring. this is Ringu. Um, Alma, first thoughts. What are you thinking when you... Well, I mean, we've watched it several I'm times, so it's kind is... of hard. <laughs> I know. It's kind of hard to do that. I, I did get the same opening vibes that I had because it's been a while since I watched it, but... I absolutely adore the schoolgirls in the beginning are just like peak, just reminiscing like the way that you would hang out with your bestie, your sister, and they are talking and it's just like, oh my gosh, that was so perfect. It was almost like somebody filming two people in their home and they don't have permission to, but because yeah. that's the only way we'd see it. But that they're having creepy their... the way you say it like that. But yeah, yeah. well, I didn't mean to, but you know, no, it no, may no, come no. off that. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, I did get that same vibe, the movie mm-hmm. original. And because you've, we've all seen the, the remake and everything mm-hmm. it's completely, it's different stylistically. And I really enjoy it. When we first saw it, boy, did it, the, the thought, the sounds are quiet because um, I'm, I, you, you can tune in with uh, tune in. You can interject with music stuff because the movie is um, I didn't hear music. Like, was there score or anything like that? No, really. No. Okay. I had to turn it up really, really loud. And of course, uh, and it's dumb to do that with foreign movies because you have the I always do that. Even though I'm reading the fucking subtitles and the captions, I'm all like, turn it up. I can't hear anything. <laughs> so yeah, but I was curious because I'm like, I don't really notice any score. And um, it's something that I usually miss out on because of my bad hearing. And but the the like the tone of the movie was still mm. pretty pretty much the same you know what i mean like it's it's quiet and everything kind of hits with a bang Uh usually um any sounds you're hearing are what kind of gets you in the mood that's the thing Uh that shocks you and for this one it was like the static noise of the tv so that coming in and out is always a little bit of a shocker to make your heart race a little bit Mm -hmm. but the movie as a whole i believe is more of like a dramatic 
Um, and I don't may say that negatively. It's like a more of a dramatic interpretation of probably the book. It's very yeah. serious. Mm -hmm. And um, therefore, I find the mood of it to be a little bit easier going for me. And that's why I enjoy it because I can still enjoy it because it's kind of yeah. laid back, you know, kind of like a laid back horror. <laughs> <laughs> laid back horror. Okay. Um, no, I found that every single time I watch this movie, I still I like to get in the mood. I like to put myself in the mood of if if it's like a movie from a long time ago, decades ago, when the movie was made, and I try not to be so much here in the present, because like, if I'm watching a movie from the 60s or 70s, it, yeah, it's going to be different if I'm looking at it through my eyes now in Oh, my God, it's almost 2023. But yeah, so I try to put myself then but this is a movie that I can easily get back into when this movie first came out. And like when we first originally watched, it was the early aughts of the 2000s. Um, it was, it's still fun. I love the mood. I love everything about it. It's fun. Uh, cin uh, cinematography wise. I, I love, and this is, uh, I know we'll be talking about the, um, the American remake in a bit, but that's why I, I like that. The fact that they kept it near the water, the remake, because there's something about the water and everything. It just, it just sets a mood for me and I'm all about setting the mood, you know? <laughs> so, um, I, I, I found myself still being able to get into it and still getting kind of the little creep outs. And even though I know what's going to happen, um, yeah. I still forget details, you know, from time to time when I watch movies, you know, especially if it's been a couple of years or whatever like that. So I still really enjoyed it. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. Like you said, the beginning starts with the two friends. They're they're fooling around. They're having fun. They're talking about oh, one of them. It goes apparently the one that gets ringed. Um, I mm -hmm. don't, both gets ringed and then gets ringed. <laughs> so she, you know, she saw the video and then I guess she was kind of playing it off like, you know, like you would like, oh, it's not really true and all that. But yeah, it turns out it's true. And she got got. She got got. Mm. Okay. She got got it. She yeah. She was the original ringed in the movie, but people <laughs> have already been dying because but we yeah, they, we find that out exactly from the reporter. So um Miss um Miss or how do you how do you say Miss Single Independent that's how they Woman? Said. Yes. Well <laughs> was she I think her son is a single independent woman. She's like girl bossing. She's over here live, laugh, loving, loving, girl bossing, um, all that shit. And I, I love it because this was some of the insight, original insight that I had personally, not, not you, because you had, a, you already were traveling the world. I think you were living in Alaska. You had already been places or whatever in 1998 or oh, right. eventually, you know what I mean? You're making me sound <laughs> fucking old, first of no, all. No, but I mean, I, no, know I know you were, but you know what I, I mean? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you were it. more seeing the world, me, no. So I... When I saw this, it gave me like, a, like we're peeking into another, another world, another culture. And I, I love that. I loved it because we're seeing, um, we're used to our culture, like Mexican American and the way that she was as this hardworking, um, independent single woman, um, you know, with the son at home and he's taking care of himself. Yes. And this relationship that they have is a, good relationship, obviously. Uh, but most people here would be like, Oh, my gosh, you know, she's leaving that kid home alone. But yeah. in there in in this environment that he is in, he's like this soft spoken, quiet, respectful, oh my God, this little, little kid boy. is fucking adorable. He's fucking Just adorable. So <laughs> fucking cute. He is 
Why did they put? Why did they have tiny shorts? It makes him look like oh he's two God. years old. Oh because my God. I, look- I kept thinking the same thing too. Like, how old is he supposed to be? If they put pants on two. him, he could pass for eight. But if with with the tiny shorts, I'm thinking two. <laughs> he's giving me um like he should have a robe on though and be sipping some cognac oh at the God. end of the day from all the work he's done. Yes. But <laughs> he he's he's uh, wise beyond his years. Yes, but I will. I do want to add this too when um. When we've gone to Japan, um, one thing I like to see is the independent little kindergartners running around. Literally, yes. these little kids are walking yes. around by themselves, taking the subway alone and like crossing streets all by themselves. And I'm thinking, like, why is that five year old crossing the street all by them fucking selves? Um, no, looking, looking both ways and then going and then getting on the fucking sub. I'm like, this child is on the subway going to school. <laughs> and it's, and it's like almost the year 2000 because when we were kids, that was something that was done a way more it's often. Normal. It's way normal. It was normal. And also from our perspective in like Mexican kids, we, mm-hmm. we were given a lot more independence. Yeah. Not me. I'll have to interject <laughs> on my own self because I was not a responsible little Mexican child the way I was supposed to. So I had to go to a special nanny <laughs> after school. But you guys, you guys just went straight home Ooh. and you were cooking the shit. And oh, me, yeah. I, had to, I, was I, got to go to, <laughs> I thought there was something wrong with me. Why? I was at the special little school with all the white people, and you there were no did. Mexicans you were there. Them. You were. That's right. Because oh there were no God, Mexicans there. No. It's like where? Remember, why was yeah. I there? <laughs> I don't know, but I remember pulling up the fucking chair to the stove so I can cook f- food at five years old for everybody when they got home from school and work. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it's uh, American culture is a little di- bit different. I'm not saying it's like every single little pocket of the United States, but pretty much across the board, you're not going to be seeing these little kids taking care of themselves like this. This little kid is way wise beyond his years. He, but he's also got like the gift, you know, that's what's different. Well, not really. Oh, I, okay. I won't compare right now. We'll, we'll talk about the American version later, but okay. So she started, she's like all intrigued. She's a reporter, single independent woman. And so she's got access to like be able to find out shit. And if it turns out that, um, you know, there is shit going on and this tape could be real, but why the fuck did she watch it? That's what I'll never get. I mean, if you think this is real, I don't know Would I, would I watch it? I don't know. Would I be like, oh, Here's I the thing. in that shit, but I still wouldn't watch it's it, her, I don't think. It's her literal job. That's the thing. The reason that she is, I think she had like the option, like you're, you're running it through your head is because she chose to investigate this more because she had a relationship with the, um, the girl who dies in the beginning of the movie because her son was babysit by them and, um, they're related. So they're cousins as well. But, uh, Miss, Ms. Asakawa, the reporter is like, she can use this to her advantage. She can investigate a little bit more. Like how does a teenager just stop being alive when there's no, like they, they, they mentioned they did an autopsy that she just stopped. Her heart just stopped. There's no, there was no signs of disease. So Dalia is like, uh, should we, should I investigate this? I find this video. Should I watch it? So right here, it was like, she did have that choice of, should I investigate this just for um, the family reasons? Cause I know I have connection here or yeah. should I just drop it? Because well, really it's I mean, not even well, a story. But here's the thing. I'm nosy as fuck. So it's not like I wouldn't investigate it, 
but watching it is a completely different thing. Like I'm not superstitious. I don't think I am, but I'm not going to play with a Ouija board and I'm not going to be, you know, doing shit, you know, that I shouldn't be doing just yeah. in case, <laughs> just in case. And when just I, when we watch this, I was a little offended that they showed us the tape in the movie. <laughs> what the fuck? Why am I, why was I forced to watch that? That, should be if you have like if you're easily spooked that's the fact great. that that's it looks great about scary it. and they i thought they were just going to show her yeah they were mm. just going to show her put the videotape in maybe there's yeah. going to be some shocking it was scarier no, 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 because no, of the no, fact no. <laughs> it was random what the hell am i looking at the flashes yeah. of it could be just nonsense if she didn't have any background into what yeah. she's looking at if i at any point in my life put on a videotape and I had no context and it was just random little clips. It could be, I don't know Dalia and it's her sitting right here. This, this picture of her talking and I'm like, who's she talking to? Everything would make me have a little mini heart attack. And so we're forced to watch this video. So now five days from now, are we going to die? Are we going to die? The I, best yeah. thing They bring us in on the journey. You're going to start <laughs> thinking like, uh, for poor gullible people like Alma, or like, I, yes, I, I, I saw it. I saw originally, it. Originally, yeah. The phone ringing, all that kind of shit really, really scared mm-hmm. me. But she gets the phone call and it says like seven days, right? Seven days is what, seven days? What about seven days? Should we just start randomly calling people up, see who answers the phone and say five days? <laughs> you are going to get scared. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. weird. It's creepy. Even if you're not scared, you're like, what was that? Uh, you might think it's suspicious. It's odd or whatever. The okay. best thing I was going to say that aged uh-huh. well for me was the fact yeah. that I have such bad hearing. So the ringing phone totally missed it. Totally missed the whispers that scared me before. I couldn't hear them. Oh. So I didn't know anybody was talking and I looked away, in fact, and I was writing something down when my husband was like, oh, you missed that. And I was like, missed what? Because I did it. I didn't hear it. So I had to make sure that I was actually like looking the whole time because the slow setting might make you think you can look away the slow pace, but then you're going to miss things. I For me, it was things I missed from hearing. So, <laughs> but it was... Um, it, it got me in the mood right away. I was going to say, what the, okay, I was going to talk about the actual video. Did You said that it scared you because it's so random. Yes. Okay, so randomness, just, the randomness of it is creepy to you. I, I think it would have been better if it was like an after school special that somebody recorded to save later. I would have been scared <laughs> of that. It's the fact that you have no idea what. Yeah. So she brings in her friend to help her investigate this we find out i think you know pretty soon or later i can't remember exactly when this is as as alma affectionately calls him deadbeat father um he's 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 you know he's the father of the little boy of their shared child um she's raising him on his own on her own um and you know he's kind of i could totally see why she didn't want to raise a kid with him um he's I, you know, throughout the whole thing, I kept thinking like, God, he's being kind of a jerk. He's being jerky. He's being really jerky. And very, many variations of jerk. <laughs> jerk chicken going on and on. And um, and then there's a part at the near, at the end, near the end of the movie where he's try where she's kind of like losing it and he slaps her really hard. And I was like, hey, dude. And I was like, well, wait a minute. And this this is the one time that's actually called for because she needed to snap out of it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she deserved that. <laughs> Well, she kind of did because the, what he says is, you know, you need to be thinking of our kid. 
mm-hmm. is what he, was why and see, he was trying to get were, her to, yeah. Yeah, to, to step out of it. See, there's a mm-hmm. couple of times where he's like that. And it, it is, that's why he's not the father. That's why he's not the physically present father. Because he questioned her like, um, oh, is, you know, is he home alone? And it was like, you, you mean our child? <laughs> yes, he's home alone. He's used to it. I get home late from work. She wasn't like that casual about it, but she was kind of filling him in. Like, yes, he is capable of being home alone. We, I take care of him fine. But he's curious enough to mention maybe you. It was kind of like I was insulted because I'm like, so are you implying that she should go home? That Why was a dig. I felt I, that was a dig. Yes. yes. Okay. So that those little subtle things show you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he he's not good enough to be there, but he he left all that responsibility on her. And that's why I love when they introduce him because us as the audience aren't knowing who the hell is this guy. He stops in the street right in front of his own child and they don't greet each other. So I was like, okay. And then as we learn, this is the father. I don't think that little boy even knows this is his father, but they're both, but they're all also, he's quiet and mysterious like his father. <laughs> and maybe that's why the yeah. mom has the yeah. best relationship with her mm-hmm. son because yes. uh, even when they were going to go to the funeral, he laid out her clothes for her. Like yeah. it was a, you know, here, mom, your, your outfits there. And, yeah. and she calls him to check up on him and everything. And he's there because he knows yeah. he's supposed to go straight home. So well, I'm like, also th- th- it's those little things like that, that you're mentioning right now that are, I think little, little nuggets or little clues as to his, his um, special ability. Cause like, Choosing the right outfit for her, um, knowing when she's going to call so that he can be there. Um, just all these little tiny things that he does. It's he knows these are the things that she needs. So he's also taking care of her with his ability because we end up finding out that dad has the ability to see things as well. So maybe he's not just a deadbeat dad or maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's but it could be also because he feels and sees these things so strongly. He couldn't be around his own child and like feed off. Ooh, of that's him. deep. See, and that's so, what I love about these. these um, the original is going to always be something that I hold up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter how good a sequel or how good a um, remake is. Mm-hmm. The fact that the movie and and the way that it's done leaves so much for you to take in and it allows you. That's why we say that usually when we have to compare a remake usually dumbs it down for us a lot, but the original here gives you the time to make these impressions where I didn't get those even as when I was younger, when I was younger, I didn't think it was a big deal that the little kid was saying he saw his cousin or his cousin said this because of the fact that I thought that was just like little kid shit. Oh, little kids are just weird. But when you think about it, it's like, oh, now you have this other information and we've watched it again. You can tell that this is something that he got from his father. And obviously the mother would be aware of this noticing it. And it's, she's comfortable and casual with it because this is her son and she's already been, you know, she's used to it. So that was like, yeah. that's why at first I thought it was little kid shit. Like, um, okay, <laughs> maybe he isn't really shit. seeing that. You know, you know, they always yeah, say no, stuff. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're always saying stuff. I think they're creepy to you. You know, choose to have kids <laughs> where they want to or not. Sometimes they're going to creep you out. You don't have to be creeped out. <laughs> and she wasn't. That was the thing. She wasn't creeped out by it. He could be making it up. He could be not. But it, it, she was comfortable with him. And, you know, I, I like that. And the father is quiet. 
I love that he jumped into immediately investigating with her though, because it was something I think uh, it showed that he feels he owes her something. He gave her the benefit of that. Even if this is something like, come watch this video. Dalia, I'm not going to watch your video. I don't care. I want some background. Okay. It's, it's not like you told me, pack your stuff, get the fuck out of the house. I'll do that. But if you told me you have to come watch this video and it said seven days from now, I'm going to fucking die. No, but this dude, he's like, I owe her the benefit. <laughs> I make her take care of the kid I created with her. <laughs> so I'm going to go watch the video. And, but he immediately jumps in to investigate. It doesn't matter if he doesn't believe it or not. It's the fact that he left her with a responsibility that she has to shoulder. So therefore, at least entertain the woman. And he did that. You know? Yeah. He did. And and he and and then he ends up finding out all this stuff. So mm-hmm. the little boy is seven. I looked that up real quick. Uh, so he's seven, the little boy. Um, and all of this is centering around the tape. We've all seen Ring or at least know about it enough. We've seen the parodies, all that stuff. So um, it's uh, it, the, the video centers around a little girl. Um, and this little girl's mom was the one that was throughout the story is being told that she was the psychic. She was a psychic. She can do things she could see things she predicted a volcano eruption um she ends up being uh extort no what no that's not the right word um uh i can't it's uh, like when you um take advantage of somebody yeah. because the brother takes her out kind of like as a sideshow like yeah something well, to make it, money off of he, you know? well uh, yes and then the doctor whatever his name is there's a psychiatrist involved here um and he's like you know, they end up having an affair. And so that's more, that's more uh, contention. And, and but we don't have to whisper it because it's, it's 2022 now. Back well, then no, you whisper I just that mean, they had an affair. Exactly. But- <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. For that time, it was like, oh my God, they had an affair. Um, but, you know. Because the- that wasn't very professional. He's her doctor. Guys. Exactly. So it was he bad. Took it was bad in her. every year. He took advantage um, of her. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. And so, but then like, whoa, there's a little kid. There's a little girl. There's a little girl involved here. It's the daughter. And turns out that she's she mom may have some powers, but little girl has some ramped up powers. And she can she has badass powers. She has badass powers. Yeah. I mean, she could she's over here killing people with her powers. With her mind, man. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Here's mind what made murder, it a murder little bit. Mind, murder minding. Mur- yeah, mind, mind murderer. Mind murderer murdering. mind. Oh, I gotta stop that. Well, <laughs> The, the creepiest part of the little girl is when we see an introduction to her, even if you knew that she exists or whatever, you don't have an actual visual um, introduction to her. It's the fact that the mom is so fucking good at this psychic ability that she is seen like that they're testing her. Right. And, you know, as one would, you know, in the audience back then, just interject and be like, you're a fraud and you're just trying to scare us kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, we need to get on the mom's side for this one. So you can be immerse yourself in what is happening. She (laughs) is just trying to share her wonderful gifts. Like, who wouldn't want to watch that? That's awesome. And this (laughs) dude is all like, gets the, the crowd all worked up. And then all of a sudden the dude has like a, a heart attack. He just stops attack, living right in front of everyone. And then yep. they go and they see the little girl in the back, but they don't show us the little girl. And it's like, and you know what bothered me is instantly the father, you know, the biological father is like, she's a monster. She's evil. There's something wrong with her. And I was like, what? 
that guy in the audience was the monster <laughs> and the horrible and the evil one. And Why so, did he pay money to come watch this? And then he's going to interrupt. It's like a heckler at a com- comedy so show. So the hecklers deserve to get an automatic heart attack. In this case, <laughs> and it, she was little. Nobody, she didn't have a professor X in here to help her well, like meld scary. her powers and like I, learn how to use when them. When you're that young and that that's what you can do with your powers. That's scary. I'm sorry, but that's right. I would it not be poking. I wouldn't be poking the bear though. If I thought that this, if I thought that you, you had these incredible or scary or killer mind powers, I'm not going to be making fun of you. I'm going to be bringing you candy and giving you lunch every day. And, and you want some pocket money? Here's some pocket money. Um, I'm not fucking with you. Uh-uh. No way. <laughs> Especially not, not if I created you. If you came out of my body and you're <laughs> evil, um, I'm going to be 100% like, oh, you need to eat people? Let's find the nearest, you know, serial killer that we can go yep. feed you. Let's you know, I'm going to do what I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do what I have to. So... I, I, I really love that it was the, the mother, the mother with the gift and you, you see what she's capable of. She can do these things. The, the prediction is something beneficial. Her powers are very good, but I, the, the father sees the daughter has opposite. She's not making life. She's not helping life. She is um, destroying it. But at the same time, it was also probably something that if with good therapy, good doctors, instead of what they ended up doing is not getting her help the way that they could have, she could have really learned how to not do that. You know what I mean? Okay. Because I, yeah. she, I totally think she true. has a great mom. So I think she had a good mom. So I think she could have been, she could have been good, but wasn't given Exploited, the opportunity. That was the word yeah. I was thinking Exploited, of that's the word. Okay. So, <laughs> but okay. So in this too, is that the girl Sadako is a, a, a grown adult she lives to be an adult in this movie. And um, so I want to bring that up just real quick, because most mm-hmm. of the time we think of a girl as she's a girl. No, she grew up with this gift. She was kept away from people to where right. people didn't know she existed right. or where she was living. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. That, what were you no, saying? no, that's fine. That, that's a good point. That's a very good point because that comes into play later on in the, in the other movies. <laughs> um, I think Ringu three, if I remember correctly, is probably my favorite, but anyways. Um, okay. So Yeah. The doctor, Mr. Psychiatrist, whatever, ends up killing, unfortunately, the, the, the girl, Sadako, throws her into the well, and everybody knows now that that's where we get the ring that she sees, because um, she's looking up at it, at it being closed, and how long do you live? How long can you live in there? What, what is it? I, I can't even remember. That is the deepest shit ever. This movie. Yeah, yeah, it was, I think it was um, seven, because I think they whispered seven days in the okay. phone. Also, yeah. this is where it was really funny because I can't help but compare really quick, even though we're, we're going to talk about it, is that the dates, they list the dates. Why did they do that? I don't know what the fuck September 13th is. And I forgot what yesterday was. So every time they flashed that this was the next day, they put a date there. I was like me as a dumb American. I appreciate it when they put day one, day two, day three, because I already forgot what the day one was. Okay. So, but they actually do show the dates as it progresses. Originally, she sees the movie. Um, she hands it off to the ex-husband because they did establish that this is my ex-wife. He calls her ex-wife. Yeah. Um, so they were married at some point, uh-huh. but he sees it on the second day. Then her son sees it on the third, on the third day. day. Accident. So they're all, and this I, part is great because yeah, it's they're like, all coming one after the other, trying thinking that it's, she's going to go first, then him, uh-huh. then then the son. Um, they finally find out, find the well, the the uh, 
the father and her mm-hmm. and they find the little girl well not little girl but they find her um remains at the bottom of the well and they think this is it they helped find set her free her spirit's free mm-hmm. the cops are called everything i always love yeah, i love that they show that. that yes yes i like that because it was mm-hmm. like what do you do well they feel like they needed to get her justice they they did though yeah. they came all around they yep coming full circle okay yes, they feel like circle. they have helped and they they take the time just to show you don't need to show a lot of it and they did it yeah. perfectly just enough um, just enough for you to just get enough. the idea of what's going on this part I think does hold. This is my favorite part of the movie, though, is the well scene because mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. It's it it's is. touching, it but is. the effects that are used to show that <laughs> when when her like I, I don't I don't mean to be so awful about it or anything, but the the um yeah like the effects. What is it called again? Practical effects. See, I'm losing yeah. all my words this morning. <laughs> of the skin and tissue falling off the uh-huh. the skeleton that she's holding and everything like that. I feel like that stood up very well because they did it practically like that. Uh-huh. Whatever they used, yeah. I thought really stood up like 20 years later watching this and it's still very good mm-hmm. in this movie that is like kind of almost like it's very quiet and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's quick though at the pacing, but not yeah. like overwhelming. Right. I like that for this movie because it didn't, it wasn't ever too much. Uh-huh. Weren't they like a really good investigative like couple? They were. I don't know. They divvied up assignments really well. Like you're going to do this. I'm going to do that. Blah blah blah. You need to do uh, this because of this. This is the timing that we have. And that's how they found it so quickly. That's how but they it, figured it, it all out. And so she's she lives. She lives, and she's all like, "Yes, the spell is broken. Whatever." Um, but then, dude, old dude's back at his his apartment, and shit starts going down there. It's like, oh fuck, what happened here? Y'all know what happened. Y'all know what happened. Even if you haven't seen this movie, y'all know what happened. Turns out that setting her free didn't do shit. All it did was fucking like, you know, yeah, she got justice, but it's still her, that horror that she experienced was transposed onto this tape and it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going so that other people are going to have to keep uh, uh, living the fear that she did. Mm-hmm. And, and she he, questions it really good because yeah. she's like, why, why, why not me? And why him? And then that's when she asked the questions and it's answered like right away. She realizes um, about the tape being copied. The husband, um, yeah. ex-husband saw the copy. Yeah. And so real quick, they move this out. I love it because it's like real quick. It's like, um, okay, she calls where her son is at with her father. And she's like, where I need you to do something for me. She gets the VCR ready. She has a copy. She's going to go have her son make a copy and have the father watch. And it was, <laughs> is she going to tell the father to make a copy too? Who knows? That's how they end the movie. They just end it with her on her way to go see the son and the grandfather. And I, you think she's going to make the, him, the father watch. I don't think she's going to yeah. make the father watch. I think that's what, how they, that's how I felt they left it like a cliffhanger okay. almost because she says, can you do something for me, for us? Like she was asking the father on the phone specifically, can you okay, do me to a buy favor? Them time, Cause it would buy them exactly. time. Exactly. Okay, I'll go with you. With I don't that. think okay. that she was, she was being like, let me hand it off to him. But the, the cliffhanger more felt like, is she just going to have him watch it? No, I think that she was asking him to help. 
it does buy to, them time because to buy them time to give it to somebody who deserves it the death yeah probably mm-hmm. exactly okay. I got like, you I got all you, you have to do is watch it for him right now and uh-huh. he gets to he gets to live that's why he I didn't think it was live. like a shitty yeah. ending okay I just okay. think it was more like a cliffhanger ending because mm-hmm. we didn't know but that remember the first two movies came out at yeah. the same time in Japan yeah. mm-hmm. and this this right here was the reason Dali and I were like whoa like we love all of a sudden <laughs> Japanese horror this is like the best horror ever J-horror number one and I was telling my youngest that I, that's exactly how I said it and then when I was doing like the, the writing down stuff for the movie I was like Wikipedia said the same shit I just said to my <laughs> J-Horror, number one. <laughs> they didn't say that, but you know what I mean? It's like, this really is what kicked off the, this is great. Um, people wanted to watch more, um, you know, foreign horror movies. I thought that really opened it up to American audiences to watch other things. And also immediately upon this, this is when the uh, producers were like, they were reached out immediately to uh, get this option so that they can do an American and um, Yep. And yeah. when we originally watched this, remember when we did rabbit hole research back back mm. in the day um, <laughs> on our microfiche? Um, no, we did not do that. But at the same time, we did do research because we were like, we need to see this. We need to see um, yeah. this, the, the third one. Remember, we had to, I think it was probably Netflix that we were using because we were like, probably. we have to watch that. Yeah. Um, Actually, we were, no, I remember going to the video store for these. Was a video store? Okay. For a couple of these, at least. And it was great that we had them. It was like really, really great. It's uh, the, it just really made us want to watch more. And I'm sure that's how millions of people felt because we came running to the, to the theater to see the remake or some people did. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So real quick, uh, Nensha is the spirit photography. That's the photographer. That's where the, the spirit imposes whatever on the, on the photos or in this case, videotape. Um, and okay. So that was the original Japanese version. Sorry if you're going to hear me clicking around. It's a new computer and it's a new mouse and you're going to hear click, click, click. Um, well, what, while you're clicking, can I interrupt just to say something really quick about, um, the, oh my gosh, I completely forgot. (laughs) I'm sorry. Totally my fault. Um, No, it wasn't because I figured if you're pulling that up, I was going to add something else about, um, the movie and then I just forgot. I guess it's not important. So let's go ahead and just keep clicking away so we can get to the next movie and pretend okay. like Alma didn't do that. I not, <laughs> not, this happened to me so bad. I was trying to send you a video yesterday, remember? Uh-huh. And you and I don't know if you had time to watch it because I would I was completely unhinged. Like I don't feel bad if anybody didn't watch that. But I was I, I had this thing that I wanted to share with you all. Mm-hmm. So I I thought I'll do a Marco Polo, but instead I said Snapchats and I kept forgetting what oh, it was yes, that I yes, meant yes, to uh-huh, tell yeah. you. And it was actually really making me mad because I was like it was a really good thing it was like a great thing I wanted to share but never could remember what it was it just completely left my mind but I did successfully dye my cat's paw red by accident so that ended up happening with my red hair dye very cool it's got one red paw which one again which one is this Hobbs because and it's funny because he's the lightest little quitter yeah yeah, he's almost blonde and his paws are so white and his, his little toe beans are the cutest little pink color. So he has like a bright, bright red paw Aww. and we washed it and everything uh-huh. will come out. So, well, anyway, we're talking about something. And I mean, <laughs> no, it's a cute story. Uh, okay, so we are going to be talking about the American version now of is it the ring or ring? 
It's the ring, the ring, mm-hmm. the, the American version. Um, okay, Alma, why don't you tell us a little bit about this one, who made it, who's in it, all that good stuff. Alrighty. So The Ring, of course, is the American remake in 2002. And it was, uh, now this is the funny part because you're going to see it written and it tells you about writers and directors. This was directed by Gore Verbinski. The screenplay was written by Aaron Kruger. Now that is what the, the credits say, written by Aaron Kruger. However, Aaron Kruger wrote three screenplays for this movie and they kept getting rejected or asked for, for something else. So they um, had somebody else come in to do the rewrite and that person did not get credit, but they have eventually um, wrote it into like, now we know that somebody else. So I can't remember who that was. It's in my notes. So I'll get to it. But so also, are you you talking about Hiroshi Takahashi? No, that was also not credited in the remake because his screenplay and the book, they only mentioned the fact that the book, but they didn't like they wrote it, but they didn't put it on, you know, where we see it at the theater. So we're unaware that Aaron Kruger, who also wrote a lot of other movies that we know, like Transformers movies and some of the screen movies. So we know who this is, but he actually his screenplay was not used. This movie started filming and was in production and they still did not have a script. Okay, so that's the interesting and fun part of it. But they got Naomi Watts right away as Rachel. Now, she was the second person because I don't know if y'all read that Jennifer Connelly was the original person and she did Dark Waters. Uh-uh, she wasn't the second one. She was like fourth the first or fifth. One. Fourth. Okay, well, yeah, she, <laughs> she was a the whole Rachel. bunch of people in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is this is who we got. Oh, you know, I think she was great. I love I her. She this did one. a great job. She did a great job. Yes. Martin Henderson is. Um, Noah, he's the deadbeat dad in this one. David Dorfman is Aiden, the son. Amber Tamlin plays cousin Katie. Rachel Bella as Becca. And she is, I put my notes in there. She's her sad friend because she ends up being sad. Brian Cox as Richard Morgan, who is Samara's dad. And he got like good top billing too. And you think he's going to be, we, we've seen him in so many movies. And he's not really in this movie a lot, but he is a, uh, he what he's Samara's dad. So he's kind of like a main character. And it's interesting because we think he's going to be like, where is he? But he's in the video. You know, this, his little head is inside the little corner of the house in the video. And we have Shannon Cochran is Anna Mor- Morgan, who is Samara's mom. And she's in more of the movie than, than them. Um, this movie was available on Prime, Paramount Plus. Where did you end up watching it? I watched it on Prime. Okay, because it was somewhere yeah. else, and I just couldn't remember. I just go wherever um, lists first free is where I go, uh-huh. or, or if it's not free, if if I have already it's a subscription. Oh, a subscription, that. yeah. And you know what? We always say that like it's free, but no, because we have a subscription. And so the person who did not get credited was Scott Frank, and they are properly credited now because we have you know so many copies, and you can get um, for everything. So this movie is also about a journalist must investigate mysterious video videotape, which seems to cause the death of anyone one week to the day after they view it. So I just want to say also real quick that, uh, yes, even though she was like fourth or fifth down the line, I think that Naomi Watts was did this uh, character very well. Um, and she ends up being kind of like, even though it's only only three, I say only in quotes, even though it's only three, she's kind of like the horror, international horror remake queen, because she's uh, in Funny Games, 
which is mm-hmm. a remake. The American version is a remake. Uh, what is it, German? I'm, I'm not really good with languages and countries. So, um, um. Um, and then she is uh, this one, Ring Ringu. And then she is in Mommy, what is it called? Mommy? Good Night Mommy. Good mm-hmm. Night Mommy. Uh, the recent one. Yeah, the uh, remake of the The recent Austrian. remake. The, re- the remake of the Austrian. Austrian one, yeah. Um, and... So, yeah, there you go. I thought she was really good in Funny Games. I like her. I think this was probably my introduction of her as as an actress because I'm not, um, what's the word, Um, like, uh, I don't watch a lot outside of the genre. (laughs) I really am. I'm awful. I don't know what's going on in drama for movies. I don't know what's going on in comedy. Yeah, I don't watch other kind of movies that much either. So Mm. I know she's. In a stuff? well-known actress, <laughs> but I couldn't. I don't know this shit, and I thought she was good. So <laughs> exactly. That's what's funny. I always have to say, what's the word? Like I am. I might know like the horror side, but this over here, uh-huh. she could have had an Oscar in that shit. I don't right. know it because no idea. No idea. I, didn't, I didn't see it. But um, her and her son. Um, my husband had looked it up because the son is uh, what is he now? He he's all grown up, obviously, but I think he's like an. A lawyer or something I can't remember so he went off in because you're like oh what happened sometimes you look up like hey how come I haven't seen this guy in a lot of movies well he grew up he went to UCLA um he, he went to uh, got scholarships and went to college when he was like 14 so he was like a super genius and stuff so I wonder if he was playing himself like did they get like a real kid with like supernatural power genius and then he grew up and he's like a badass genius or something Okay, so this powers. movie this movie uh, gets parodied uh, in um, one of the scary movies, and uh, <laughs> so I, when I'm watching the American version, I keep getting it mixed up with the fucking scary movie uh, show movie with scary movie movie. That sounds weird to say, um, and uh, so I'm like, oh, this is where he's gonna. I'm like, oh shit, that was from the parody. Oh shit, that was from the parody. You say that a lot because sometimes we've been talking about movies. I'm like, that didn't happen in this, but you admitted to it because you got it confused. I got into the scary movies because of Uh you. I did not see them for a long time. I think the first time I saw one, it was uh, after Scream, I mean, Scary Movie 3 came out and you've always Uh been a big Anna Faris fan, which is how I I became an Anna Faris fan. (laughs) And so I started watching even her comedy stuff and I fucking love her. But this was the reason you get confused the, the scary <laughs> movie do. and last night my oldest walked in the room and was like i hate that you all introduced me to scary movies before watching this movie because i'm so confused i <laughs> have no idea what's going on and they they really get into it in in the scary movies like so it it, it is but for me it wasn't because i had seen these first so this starts off with the same thing with the girls talking but i said it's mm-hmm. so it's so different it's different it's done in a in a like an american way yeah and it it not that it's bad or anything but no, i no, love no. that it's they different they, culture everything yes yeah. and i think that but it did it so good because it's almost yeah. just the beginning kind of like shot for shot but not really but what yeah. i mean is that they they really took that as inspiration but they used it so right away this kind of was like for me, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be good right away. I actually had a good first impression walking into the movie because they they took what they saw, but they made it exactly right for, I felt, an American audience. Young, I'm the same 
I was like the same age as they were supposed to be. So I was in it. And I love that from their perspective, the girls in the other movie are school girls and they are go to the school and they all have to wear the uniforms. And in this one, they're probably private school students, but they pay homage to that by them wearing the school girl uniforms. <laughs> And then I can see where you always remember that uh, in Scary Movie. I don't even know who does that part because I think I only saw it one time. I feel bad that I only saw it one time. Oh, Car- are you <laughs> talking about the Carmen Electra running through the... the yes, uh, yes. I didn't know who that... I couldn't remember because I only Electra. saw it one But that I was love Carmen Electra because... Um, okay, now I know a lot of these people are problematic. I, 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 I will uh, <laughs> we acknowledge that. that. But um, I really love that movie, Dirty... Uh, what was it called? Dirty Something... Um, dirty love, dirty love. Yes, that, that's what. Okay, that was one of my funny. favorite. So we are not to say that it was funny. Are they problematic in a bad way? Like who, yes, who's now they it? are. That's the problem. Okay. Um, oh, okay. At the time, yeah. you know, you don't know any anything about anybody, and I loved the, that movie. To just, I loved it so much, and she's in it too. She's the one that, that goes, um, you know, your titties hanging out. <laughs> but anyway, oh uh, shit, yeah, that's where I say that from. I say yeah. that a lot, but that's it's usually with somebody's love. titties hanging out, though. Yeah, it's from everybody. Time. Put your titties away. I'm not gonna say <laughs> who. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get some away from some, good some scary movie a little bit. Okay, so uh, now, okay, um, so it's falling along the same, but they are making the the changes needed for an American audience, which I appreciate. Um, the score um, is is not overwhelming. It's um, it's it's very just kind of in the background the way it should be. They are using a lot of jump scares, same way as the Japanese one did. But the Japanese version uh, original goes from silence to those screeching kind of sounds, whereas this one it's kind of like a little bit of quiet build up to going to it. Quiet build so, up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I like how you I, said that. Yeah. I appreciate. Oh, sorry. It. Yeah, but because I specifically, you know, when people do the uh, refrigerator close thing. They open their refrigerator, they're getting something out and they close it and you expect something to jump out. They did that in this, but they built up to it because she did it. There was nothing there. But when she goes back to the refrigerator again, that's when they have a jump scare. So it's kind of like it fooled you into thinking, no, we're not going to do that, but then did it. So I kind of, I kind of liked it. And what they immediately did was they took it and they made it scary for American audiences. So Jumping right in, this yeah. is a different, completely different vibe from the other yeah. one. This this girl in her closet, that whole death scene is yeah. was so shocking to me. I didn't <laughs> expect it because we yeah. watched obviously the more uh, the original, and it's like dramatic. It's like it's slower, and then this that shocking view yeah. of the girl in the closet. I loved it so much. <laughs> I still love it. Yeah. I think you can watch it over and over and just keep looking at it and be. And now it's gotten, it, it's, well, you can also appreciate that this was the, I think one of the first ones, as far as American movies goes, that kind of did that thing because now you see it over kind of played in a whole bunch of movies. And like, I know I haven't seen it and I'm talking shit about it, but like movies like smile and a whole bunch of other movies where it's just like, I get it. You can do stuff with faces. Okay. I get it. Um, I'm sorry. It just bugs the shit out of me. Like, I'm I sorry. I that we laugh so much because Gonzalo's like, I haven't even seen it yet, but I know it's stupid. 
I'm sorry. No I'm way sorry. To go around it. There's no way to, to work. It doesn't matter because it's just been, been done too much. This, uh, yeah, I'm this tired made of it. it. And, and why, why would anybody be bothered with it, you saying that? Because we have our standards so high. Oh, you don't like our high standards? Well, you don't, I, you don't, I don't think know. you're not going to agree with have, us? I actually have pretty low standards too. I watch pretty much anything. That's true. And so I, do I just get annoyed easily. That's all it is. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah. so it's following the story pretty much the same. The, the, the niece passes away um, in a weird way. There's other people around her that have passed away, but you know this. You know, she, her niece obviously she's connected to her, so she starts down this, you know, investigation spiral. Um, she brings in this dude, which we end up. Who is this guy? You know, he's a friend, but it turns out he's dad, <laughs> but or, or deadbeat dad, or just keeping a distance. No, but I actually kind of like he has a conversation with the little boy. And um, the father in this movie, um, you'll, you'll have to remind me what his name is, but the mm -hmm. character that plays the father, um, and he's talking to the, and he's like, you know, I just, I knew I couldn't be a dad. And, and while it sucks that he did that, mm -hmm. like, you know, stepped away and gave the role completely to, over to the mother and everything like that. I appreciate it that they added that in just so we can get a little bit more depth into his character, you know, you know, um, Again, yeah, kind of like for us American audiences, we need something. And in this way, mm -hmm. at least it gave us something so that we still care about his character. You know? Yes, it because it, it's sympathetic. This is what I don't like. I don't, I, I don't like a somebody who I don't like to be sympathetic. And they did that in both movies. They do give you something to make you sympathetic about, but also so that you don't feel sorry for this kid. You don't feel sorry for this kid because he's not missing out on the guy. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to say that. Okay. It's a movie. So, no, no, no it's true. This, in, in this movie, this child isn't missing out. And the, and the kid knows that he, he says it too. Mm -hmm. He's kind of like, you know, they kinda... made him mature. I love yeah. that. They took the single independent woman kid from the first mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. and they made him proper for the American audience because yeah. in this one, Aiden, Aiden's the son. Mm -hmm. Um, he is a very mature child. They yeah. made him older. He's a little bit older than what they used in, in the first movie, but he, it's not a character that you're feeling sorry for her or anything. It's he's also quiet and reserved. He's also got himself a little bit of a gift that they're giving us a little bit of, but they did it in a, an American way. Okay. Cause I, and I liked it. I think that everything they did. So the book originally they had, it was a father, but for the movies, they made it the mother with a son. They reversed the genders. Yeah. Yes. And I like that because then it makes yeah. the woman the lead with the son. Mm -hmm. And so they kept that in this American version. And you would think that they wouldn't do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this are, like, this it, is where it makes us connect to her a little bit yeah. more. It makes us, we're not giving the dad a free pass here, but we're at least saying, ah, at least he can, he admitted that he wasn't going to be a good dad. And so he just stayed out of the way. Um, but yet, you know, she still comes to him. She obviously still feels a connection to him, whether it's purely, um, you know, uh, uh, career wise or whatever, because, you know, obviously she does work with him in some capacity. What is his job? He's well, he, he, I, He's either a videographer or a photographer um, because he's like an expert in that kind of shit. That's yeah, because I was like, I figured he was like an AV kind of tech. Yeah. Um, because um, he knew how to use everything. So obviously yeah. he has a skill that she's able to use because she wants to investigate yeah. the videotape. But she has she the same motives as the first one. Yeah, uh -huh. exactly. But also the reason these women come to these men that, um, you know, have left them to raise the child alone is also because because of that there is that connection so they can trust them because like you know me you know me 
I'm not going to be see, just making shit up. So, you know, okay. help me out here. I love that. But see, they made it so good in this one that it angered me, though, because of, from the American side, he you sh- you do know me and everything. But but he he they did it in the American way and it gets under my skin in the movies. You know, the trope where they're like, oh, you're magic. You're exaggerating and you're being dramatic, kind of. But they did it so good. Like, I honestly had like a hatred for him. I was like, I really put myself in the, I want this guy. I want to key his car. You know, I would fuck with him. I would move his shit around. I thought of all the little evil things I've done to people. And instantly in the first like 30, you know, like 30 minutes or whatever, when we're getting introduced to him, I want to do all those things to him because I dislike him. I was really bothered by the mature conversation that Aiden had with him. Noah is the dad. Noah. Yeah. I was bothered by it because Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I hate that the son is so good and so mature that he's having this conversation. Like, I know you're my dad. He's like, no, I don't think you need to do anything else. I'm fine with life. You know, I'm, and the kid is so good. And it's like, Oh, I hate him for, I would have taken the opportunity to kick that asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Or something. The funny thing is I I do appreciate that for the fact that it didn't dramatize that because there's other things that needed to be dramatized. Why bring another element of, something but they needed it yes they did it good relationship mm-hmm. they did it so good that it was just like anger that i felt it, yeah it, that they did it that's why I, I i go back to the writer thing because mm-hmm. when i saw the writer i was like the same writer that it, it's kind of didn't give you the same vibe but it's okay because mm-hmm. it was a different writer and yeah. that's why and yeah. i think this set the standard and maybe this is why we kind of look down upon a lot more of the remakes because yeah. we kind of set the standard up high because of this yeah. okay what did you think of the video itself I hated the video. Okay, I hated too. the video. They 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 did it for an American audience. They're like yes. gross, gross maggots. Here you go. Um, instead of just it randomness was, that was creepy, it's randomness yes. that is like, what are you? What the fuck, the, man? This is really? the part was too. It was so much because in the original, every time they showed the video, it was like, okay, mirror girl, well, or whatever. You you do kind of like the order. In this one, it was so damn long that I forgot. And me as a dumb American and my, you know, actual ADHD looked away and forgot I was watching the damn video. Like, who's going to sit around and watch one and a half minute? Vi- How long was it really? Though? Was it that long? Because it felt long. It felt like I three have no minutes. idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I just <laughs> know that it was longer. And it was, back I up. think, even though in general, they do a lot of scenes in American movies, which is not necessarily bad in shorter, like, um, seconds you know, to keep our attention span, um, because our attention span is all over the place. I think they did this as to be gimmicky, so it can be played on its own. So that's, that's why I feel it was. And it was, you're actually like, that is, that's why I have Dolly around. She's, she reminds me that actually is a thing. They used it a lot in the advertising. They played the video as just an ad, which was just kind of like a random video that people saw. And I don't know where I was at the time, but I wasn't, I, just like in keeping the, with the same standard that I use now, I don't really get into watching trailers for movies or stuff. I just want to go in with my eyes closed, like having not seen anything. I've always been pretty much like that when it comes to missing trailers and stuff like that. But they did go really deep with the advertising. But for the people who hadn't seen the original and who didn't know about the book and everything, seeing those things, it kind of would pique your interest. What the hell is this? 
what's going on? It is random because they don't know, they don't have any of the background or anything else. And if you're just using that as an advertisement, you don't have anything else, it, it is going to pique my interest. It is going to make me want to go see it. But when you've seen her, I think it's just a little too much. It was too many things. I'm like, I wouldn't make it in seven days. If I had seven days to decipher this three minute long video with it's, 50 different clips from all over whatever, because they, I wouldn't then, have been able to figure it out. And then they try to make the connection to every single little clip. It's just like, okay, I get it. Um, so the movie follows the same basic outline. Um, obviously, changes for cultural differences, a little bit of different story so that, you know, if you saw the original, you'll still want to watch this one. Um, Father doesn't have any kind of special powers or not powers. I hate using that word. Sorry. Any kind of special yeah, abilities he didn't or anything like that. Them. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have any special abilities or anything like that. It's it's son that does. Um, he's uh, he has a connection to uh, uh, I was gonna say Sadako, um, Samara and stuff like that. And so we um, one of the things I was gonna mention real quick is um, you know in the Japanese original, uh, the teenagers in the beginning had gone to like they had gone somewhere you know, together a, a weekend away or whatever. Um, in this version, same thing, except in this version, when we go and meet, meet the innkeeper, oh, they ran out on their bill. It's like, why? That's so weird. That's such a, like, a weird thing to add into it. Like, cause like, there, there, there was nothing, there was no really complaints or anything I don't remember. Yeah, except they randomly they ran made them bill. into asshole kids. Yeah, didn't it? It really made them out to like it's make like them so less all American teenagers together. But see, that is the American way: is victim blaming because we we will invent anything we can to just try to make somebody look a little bit bad after their death because we didn't have any background. The only thing we know, we thought here she is. Um, Amber Tamlin, who is the cousin, I don't remember her what her name is in the movie, but I know the actress, is she's a good cousin because she hung out with her cousin on purpose. <laughs> she was his babysitter. He loved her so much. This really affected him. And then you have the shitty dude from out of nowhere say, yeah, and they skipped out on their bill. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, how is that relevant to the story? It really wasn't. That's why it's kind of funny that they, they changed that. Um, but, but she finds both, a video. Yeah, yeah they, she finds they, a video. The original, and we're we're doing all the same kind of uh, detective. She steals work. it. Um, she she has actually in this version, she asked him not to watch it, but he did. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He did. So okay. That's the difference mm -hmm. here too. Um, and but but uh, kind of the same things are happening or little differences all to get to lead them back to we're going to eventually find the well. Um, mm -hmm. It was the mom had abilities in the first one. She doesn't have abilities in this one. She, the mom wanted to have to have a children. She was so desperate for a child yeah. um, that her and her husband went away. When they came back, they had this little girl. Was she there? I, I would have thought they stole it. Nobody or... questioned anything. <laughs> I know. That. So that's what I'm curious. Are they leading us to believe that she wasn't biologically theirs? What, what are they trying to put there? Maybe because the teenagers ran out on their bill. Maybe they stole this kid. You know, it's like these little things that they're trying to throw into the movie. Um, the little girl ends up having powers. Dad sees it. Mom. Mom. In this one is the one that actually kills they the daughter. They change it. Yeah, and that's what I didn't. I didn't like I'm not it. Quite sure why it doesn't. I don't believe it. You know, they like, took there's her... nothing in the story that mm -hmm. makes me believe she would be the one that did that. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's where I I don't know if they did it wrong, but if they were going to take away the fact that she doesn't have powers, then it makes more sense. I'm like, does that even make sense what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to explain is that if they don't give the mom that connection to the daughter having the same gift as her, then it's she doesn't feel as attached to the child, which led me to believe that she wasn't her, her own child, but her, the the way they flipped it, making her the one it's, it was like, it was really shocking. So I think it was, um, if you're going to do the first thing, then it was definitely more shocking. And that made it much more cemented in my mind that this movie really was a much more like shocking, disturbing vision so it was of, for the shock of oh my god the mom did it the mom the mm-hmm. child must really be because evil. exactly because there were several points that they did in the movie that i think did i'm not going to say better because the original is the original but that really came across as this kind of like was wow like it mm-hmm. had a lot more of a wow factor in certain points the when you brought up earlier about the how long do you think you could live down there in that well yeah. And that part where it's like seven days and the and, and Naomi Watts' face is like, mm-hmm. wow. I thought that was such good. Yeah. It was good writing. And I, I don't, she did that part so well that I felt like that shiver. And in several key points, that one, that, and um, when she catches the sun, because the same thing happens, the sun watches the movie. She did it worse. It made me tear up. She did it worse. I'm like, she made, she was so good at that, that little part when she catches the sun watching the video that I teared up. I'm like, what? (laughs) It definitely was definitely more a shock value. And in this case, I don't think that's bad. I think that was very, I thought it was good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, Well, in this case, yes. Mom is the one that, that does that. Um, And the father has been living with the fact that he knew the little girl was imprinting memories on their minds that were evil things, you know, and everything like that. And, um, you know, he helped cover up what happened and everything like that. So now we see him like it's finally come to a point where he decides that he's going to take his own life. But I don't I can't I don't get that part. I mean, like, why after all this time um, is is it? I, I don't I didn't get it. I, I didn't I didn't get, get it either. Uh, the the why that. that yeah why that part because if anything he um he reiterated everything that we already knew uh, because he said uh, she never sleeps um, she's always sending it like it's never ended and but we knew that and so when he does it again and says that all it lost its dramatic effect because we are already aware of that uh, what was it calling Adalia the way the psychic ability to put your images uh, on Sensha, I believe okay and this one got more into it than the original and I thought it was amazing. It was almost kind of beautiful that she was making kind of, I thought it, I looked at it as art, the way that the, um, they're showing the images that she made from her mind. I'm like, wow. It's called Nensha. I'm sorry. I mispronounced Nensha. Okay. Nensha. Yeah. Nensha. So I think, and it, it was such a, to them, it's scary because she was putting these images in their head constantly. And I don't think she was doing it on purpose because when she started doing it, she was a child. So it's not like she knows what she's doing, but she has, she's been dead 
She's been dead for a long time. So why at this point did they choose to do that? I don't know. I think it was honestly more to make um, Rachel, not Naomi Watts's character, even more um, like what I remember how I think when like in the original, yeah, when she gets slapped or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, that was the key Uh point for her when the husband, ex-husband slaps her. This was like that key point Uh it was supposed to be. But I think she was already there. I think so too. I think so too. Mm -hmm. So this, yes, really just pushes things forward. Like we got to figure it all out. She find, like we had said, she, you know, she found the, the little girl same way as, as in the original Japanese um, they feel like they freed her soul. I mm-hmm. want to get lost in your rock and roll. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I like this one. Um, and then they show the, the police in the background again, just short enough to get give you an idea of, you know, whatever. Except they added one little line, and I forget what the line was, where the guy comes, oh, they're going to bury her tomorrow. Something like that. It's like, no, yeah, that was not how it works. <laughs> I mean, come on, shut up. You didn't have to say anything. We know what's going on. And you saying that just makes me like, that's not how it works. Just shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, that, I, again, I, that really bothered me. I'm like, he didn't need to uh, say shit. It was. I noticed it, it too. <laughs> I, I love it when you pick up all the little things that I yeah. was just like, that was, maybe he was somebody's son and they want to put him in the movie. <laughs> they needed to give him a line though. We had to give him a line. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> Secretly um, make him look stupid. <laughs> um, and then we see, we see it uh, where the point where she actually realizes before we see what's going on with old dude, you know, that, she realizes, oh shit, because little psychic boy, hello, Mr. Psychic Boy, this is how you're going to learn not to be cryptic anymore with your little messages of what's going on. And you're talking to Samara and you're talking to this person and that person from the dead. Um, she says, oh yeah, we set her free. The little boy all of a sudden sits up. What? You weren't supposed that- to do that. I'm like, oh, yes. motherfucker, you could have said that before. If it was Why so- didn't he? Why didn't he? Exactly. Because he was so sure of himself. You weren't supposed to set her free. How do, did I tell you to set her free? He, <laughs> made, he made me shit my pants. I'm but like, that, dude, you could have said something then. He made, yeah, it was, it was definitely his, his moment. Like that also made me always remember him and how good it was because he was so good at telling you, <laughs> why the fuck did you set that one <laughs> Why? What? Like I always jump in my seat saying, what, "Why was I supposed to set her free? I did a good thing. I did a good thing, but you didn't do a thing." He's like, "She never sleeps." I have the full body chills, but I'm I'm yelling at the screen, "Kid, you you could pick up a phone. There's cell phones." So why he had he- so many opportunities. The kid had so many opportunities to tell mom. Anybody, he's drawing on these fucking drawings. Don't let her out. See this hole? <laughs> Put a big old X over it. Don't take you know, her so many- away. <laughs> there, so many. Po- he drew the whole time. He's over here drawing the well. He's over here circling it and circling it with the black. He is. He had never-ending charcoal pencils, but he couldn't put whatever you do. Don't let her out. What? Exactly. I but I I actually I love it because he 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 did he made me shit my pants I was just like what the hell that's the that was a standard also for creepy kids in movies everybody yes you should make people shit their pants and you should be able to want to yell at the kid 
for being a kid <laughs> because he was a, actually a very good kid. Because in real life, they don't tell you shit. They wait till the night before to tell you they need posters and glitter and all that kind of shit. So of course they're going to let somebody die. Of course they are going to fuck something up so bad that gets more people yes. killed. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Then you're right. It, it was perfect kid uh, behavior. Um, so yeah, dad ends up dying. Oh, that sucks. Um, and they and in this American version, they actually the show... The way you said that. She what? said it so casually. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I mean, because, I mean, you no, it's good. It's feel good. for him a little bit, but at the same time, kind of mm. don't. Yeah. It's a he movie. dies really cool. It's he dies movie. real cool. So so. These are movie people we're talking about. We would never talk about real people like this. Um, and then they show her. They show her uh, helping her son go through the motions of copying the tape, which I appreciate it because they show that the touch that where it has to be the little boy is doing it. Whoever makes the next tape, it has to be them making that, that tape. Mm -hmm. So, and explaining to him, it doesn't matter what happens after you get somebody to wash it. That's not my problem. I love that. I love that so much for them. I love that. So they're going to live. And that's fine with me that somebody else is going to die. That's how you leave it. And it it's done. It's done really good. That part, I appreciate the dumbing down. See, because the other one is like cliffhanger. They could get away with that because they, they had the sequel ready to go immediately. They released those two movies at the same time. Here we don't. So I'm glad they didn't do a torturous thing to us and just leave it hanging. So... That was pretty much so. Um, oh, I want to add the part oh, yeah. about the horses real quick. Oh, yes. Ugh. I got up really Sorry. quick because I've seen it. But <laughs> I heard from the other room because I went, I went, I went to get a Christmas cookie. I was like, I need a Christmas cookie for this part. So <laughs> I'm for real. I'm not joking you. Uh, I knew it was coming up. And then I hear from the other, what the fuck did the horses do? <laughs> I was like, so I just wanted to bring up that, that my husband saw that part. They weren't even doing anything. <laughs> what did they end up I know. Doing? It's, it's so random. It really is so random. Um, in this case, uh, the, the family owned horses. They had a horse farm. They made the little girl sleep in the barn with the horses. The horses were just being horses, but apparently being horses is annoying to the little girl. So it was just yeah. all this pent up anger. And she eventually had the horses, unfortunately, um, uh, they show themselves. her more evilness um, in this one. Yeah, they 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 definitely let you know that she's evil because yeah. they even show her sitting horses, in horses. What I, do, exactly? What did the uh-huh. horses do? Nothing. Uh-huh. They're horses. No, they're just horses. She says, like when they ask, "Do you want to hurt people?" She's like, "I do want to hurt people." Yeah. <laughs> they make she's it very clear. Yeah, this I girl. Think, I think it came to a point though. She says something. I can't remember how she words it. She does want to hurt people, but she can't stop it. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes it sound like she does want to hurt some people, not all people. But because she does want to hurt people, doesn't matter. Who yeah, because she be, loved her mom. Going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, because she loved her mom, and even though it, it, she could p- kill anybody when she ever, whenever by accident, yeah, she didn't do anything to her parents. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, again. Uh, if we're just talking about this movie alone, I did enjoy it. Um, like I said, um, I, there's some places where I feel like it, it was very Americanized, but as a standalone, I, I like this movie. I think Naomi Watts does a great job. The little boy, 
um, the, the, the music, everything's just subtle enough. I love that they kept it near the water. I love, uh, you know, I love water to begin with. So like, if you're putting a movie in a, near a lake or an ocean or something, a river, mm -hmm. you got me already. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> um, so they kept that theme going. Um, and it did have a good mood. Like yeah. they filmed it purposely the way the, the light is on everybody was it was stated they did that so that you didn't see shadows on their faces and so it it made you kind of like well like it was unsettling they tried to keep a lot of like green it hues was, but it was but you didn't know why yeah it was unsettling yes. but you didn't quite get why and that's what you just said right now it's like that's the reason it's just like you're, you're you can't quite place your finger put your finger on it but it's like there's something there i'm not quite sure what so i want to talk a little bit about um the differences now um so in this movie we already talked a lot about it during while we were talking discussing them okay so um obviously they needed to change the name sadako is uh, sadako is very japanese and in this movie her name is samara now mm -hmm. interestingly uh the name comes from a place called samara in iraq uh, but it's specifically about a book called um the the reference to her name samara um, it's spelled differently too. It, it, it it's originally spelled with two R's, but in this one, I think they spelled it with one R. Um, it uh, it's about a book. They're referencing a book called Appo uh, "Appointment in Samara," and it's by John O'Hara. Uh, the book is about a character who's self-destructive to the point that he eventually takes his own life. Um, and in the book "Appointment in Samara," <laughs> it's, it's, everything references something. That's why I, I love this. It's really interesting. So. Um, the title of the book is a reference to uh, an ancient Mesopotamian tale that is retold <laughs> by another author, W. Somerset. I, I, can, I can't pronounce this. W. Somerset Maugham. Malgam? Maugham? I'm horrible with names. I'm going to say... Moffum. Okay, I'm just gonna pronounce it like that. W. Somerset Moffum is uh, is is a very popular uh, author, English author. He did a lot of things, um, but I'm I'm gonna first read you. So W. Somerset Moffum retold this ancient Mesopotamian tale. His retelling is super famous. Okay, or famous. That's not the right word, but you're, it's very memorable. I'll say that it's it's very memorable. So I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna read you his retelling yet. I'm gonna tell you. His retelling is of an older story. And I'm going to tell you that older story. And we'll see if you can, listening to the two, okay? So I'm going to read both versions to you. But first, I'm going to read you the original version from the Talmud, specifically the Babylonian version. Uh, the Talmud is a Jewish text of like a whole bunch of like, uh, um, like uh, readings and, and um, interpretations and stuff of, of the Bible. Um, and excuse my Hebrew because, uh, I'm still learning. So it's going to be really crappy right now. <laughs> so the, uh, this is, this, this is from the original version straight out of the Talmud. The Gemara relates with regard to these two Kushites who would stand before Solomon, Eli Haref and Ahijah, the sons of Shisha, and they were scribes of Solomon. One day Solomon saw that the angel of death was sad. He said to him, why are you sad? He said to him, they are asking me to take the lives of these two Kushites who are sitting here. Solomon handed them to the demons in his service and sent them to the district of Luz, where the angel of death has no dominion. 
When they arrived at the district of Luz, they died. The following day, Solomon saw that the angel of death was happy. He said to him, why are you happy? He replied, in the place that they asked me to take them, there you sent them. The angel of death was instructed to take their lives in the district of Luz. Since they resided in Solomon's palace and never went to Luz, he was unable to complete his mission. That saddened him. Ultimately, Solomon dispatched him to Luz, enabling the angel to accomplish his mission. That pleased him. Immediately, Solomon began to speak and said, The feet of a person are responsible for him. To the place where he is in demand, there they lead him. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's like a little trick he played there. I'm going to read you. So if that was a little confusing to you, it's because, you know, it's, it's written, it, the, the uh, I think it's, a, um, what's it called? The translation and everything. But when I read you the this version, the retelling by M. Somerset Motham, you're going to recognize it and you're going you're gonna to understand everything I just said, okay? So here we go. There was a merchant in Baghdad who sent his servant to market to buy provisions. And in a little while, the servant came back white and trembling, and said, Master, just now when I was in the marketplace, I was jostled by a woman in the crowd. And when I turned, I saw it was death that jostled me. She looked at me and made a threatening gesture. Now lend me your horse and I will ride away from the city and avoid my fate. I will go to Samara and there death will not find me. The merchant lent him his horse and the servant mounted it and he dug his spurs in its flanks and as fast as the horse could gallop, he went. Then the merchant went down to the marketplace and he saw me standing in the crowd and he came to me and said, why did you make a threatening gesture to my servant when you saw him this morning? That was not a gesturing, uh, that was not a threatening gesture, I said. It was only a start of surprise. I was astonished to see him in Baghdad for I had an appointment with him tonight in Samara. <laughs> so Ooh, that was good exactly. so the, the, this was it, it all it's all basically saying like you're, you're trying to escape death you can't escape death because death knows where they're going to get you and even if they tell you what they what you know that where they're coming from you it's probably just a trick because they need you at that final destination but this version i'm Ooh. sure you've heard you've heard many different kind of versions yeah. but this is the more the one that i think most uh -huh. people are familiar with and this is where that book um the appointment uh, i already forgot what it's called the appointment um in samara um, in samara. samara is death okay. <laughs> the angel of death so uh i just wanted to share that because you know that's where the name come from everything was referencing something else and that's why i just thought it was really cool this was referencing that that was referencing this and this was referencing that and all that for oh. name for the little girl who was Sadako. <laughs> and and i love hearing some of the because there's there's good meaning that you um can find, especially in the original writings but the fact that this did a kind of reverse it in this one, because the video is very short in the original. The video is very long in this one. And usually when we would watch a foreign movie, no matter where, but a lot of Asian uh, horror movies, we'd have to look up some of the things culturally so we can understand them, uh, stories, um, history, and it made it even better because you discover these things. Now, 
the original left it really open and had less that way you um, whatever you discover was good. And it was like, Oh, wow, this one had a lot, but I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It had a lot of extra little things. Most of the time um, I'm like a little insult. Like we didn't need the whole montage breakdown of everything they were doing. This uh-huh. one gave a little bit more information and it yeah. was, it was kind of good. It the was just video, enough. It wasn't too much. Yes. The, the video was too much, but what they did find in detail mm-hmm. was good because yes, the, the I mean, yeah. one, the, the, the biggest negative from the movie is I just did disliked the long ass videos to too many things, but metaphorically speaking, every time someone points something out that was a metaphor or this is a, this, it kind of upsets me. I'm like, I don't need you to break down the metaphor. I don't need you to state it. It's a metaphor for a reason. I know artistically, this is why that's there. I don't need someone to break it down for me. In this one, they did a lot of that, which usually frustrates me, but it was subtle to where it was just, I love those little subtle nods. The video had a lot in it. And if you watch the movie a couple of times, or even the first time, you'll notice that those images are throughout the movie repeatedly. There are little things, the horses things. It's on like uh, the teacher's shirt. The the ladder, it was huge because she's standing there and they make a big deal about it. But A lot of the things are subtle. The repeated ring formations throughout the movie. You don't need somebody to point them out or anything like that. But they were done subtly that it it made me appreciate it that they did that. That they were just like we don't we don't need everything explained. But it when you see something happen and you feel like you have like an omen, isn't it natural to start looking around and seeing? Oh shit. Does that mean something? Oh shit. So it kind of added to like the unsettling nature that was so easily uh, accomplished in the first one in this one, because this was a more shocking, uh, like portrayal of all the events of the other one. Now, one, one thing I wanted to mention for me is maybe I'm dumb, but I didn't know that people thought the movie had anything to do with the ringing. And that's why it was called the ring. So I had read that <laughs> in trivia. I have never heard that before. Okay. That is so funny. Maybe. I, not at all. The writer had to, well, he didn't have to, but the ring shape motif is unique to the American remake. Uh, Koji Suzuki, the author of the novel upon which the movies are based, says the title referred to the cyclical nature of the curse since for the viewer to survive after watching it, the videotape mm-hmm. must be copied and passed around over and over. Now yeah, he was questioned the subsequent, the subsequent, because... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, the Because people were questioning what does it mean, but I, mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of made sense. Like I... I what he said, yeah. I think he felt he needed to explain uh-huh. because people were thinking it, it was something else. Like uh, he, he wasn't, he didn't give you, he didn't tell you what it uh, meant, but usually yeah. I like that people leave it open for you to figure out, Oh, okay. The repeating nature maybe yeah. it has to do with the well shape, but never once did I ever think it had to do with the fact never. of a ring. That's a too literal. Ringing. I never we call thought it the of that ring either. because there was a phone ring. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that, but I mean, I guess because people are fixated on that phone call afterwards in the American version. So I guess maybe that's why Um, I was just going to say that the subsequent uh, follow ups to his uh, uh, Koji Suzuki's books are uh, the first one was ring. Then it was spiral and loop. So it makes sense 
his uh, explanation of it. Um, but um, no, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that at all. But hey, you know what? It's a it's a happy little coincidence. It's a happy little coincidence. The ring means the ring that you see, the cyclical nature of this, and also what did I just say? The phone, the phone ringing. So there you go. It's all, it's all, you know, it's all bound together somehow. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, well, we already said, you know, I liked it. I, I obviously liked the first one, the original uh, more because that's where it comes from. And sometimes I don't like the original. So I will admit that. But in this one, I do. I still think that the Japanese one sets a mood for me just differently. I appreciate it more. Uh, but as a standalone, I think that the American version is really good. I think they did a good job of I didn't care for the actual video that they but mm -hmm. um, I do appreciate everything else where they, you know, they always have to over explain stuff to us, but they didn't do too much of it. You know, they didn't they didn't overwhelm us with all this little um, there were a few parts that I was just kind of like, uh, they didn't need to do that. But again, mm -hmm. it's just like I get why they did it. Um, the mood was set right. And I liked it. I like them both. And instead of taking something that is culturally um, it belongs to culturally belongs to. Yeah, it, it belongs to another culture <laughs> and trying to make it American. I think that what they did, because obviously the first one's like the Unreal. Um, the ghost that manifests after like at the point of something traumatic, traumatic death and that kind of thing, instead of using that and saying, oh, we have, um, you know, and, and you know what I mean? That that's done sometimes and they take it. It's like, what is La Llorona doing? <laughs> what these people? And you know, don't do that. But this one I think was smart because they played more on the psychic ability of the, of the child growing up with the Nensha. Then, um, dwelling more on the fact that this was a, this ghost spirit is something that is, you know, was the main reason for the movie in the first one. So I like that they took that psychic ability and focused on it because I thought it was, I thought it was a beautiful gift and therefore it's scary because sometimes beauty is scary. <laughs> so majestic, but also so scary. Okay. So yeah. I, I like it. I like it for different reasons. And therefore I enjoy both of the movies. And after not seeing them for a while, yeah. um, I think they both hold up very well. I, yeah. I enjoyed them. If you haven't lot. watched them in a while or if you haven't watched them at all, but if you do, it, also, I still think if you haven't just watched them a while, you have watched them before. I'm going to keep saying watch them. <laughs> Let's like, see how many times I have watch to say em. watch them, watch them before. Watch you haven't em. watched them before. And this Sorry, is for smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it was smart also because we were talking about women in horror and they took uh, the screenwriter originally, they took this book that had a male lead and wrote, and uh, it. A, the woman yeah. and flipped it and so i like it because sometimes it's like you know give us some more and in horror we really love our women leads we we like it yeah. <laughs> we want to see them but we also want them to be smart and so give them a smart reason for investigating their yeah. reporters it's natural for them and then the familial relationship makes yeah. it make sense like so, they're not just you know, running they, to some random dude. This is yeah, the reason. <laughs> I, that person, okay, you you saw a video that kills. I'm not going to watch it. I don't give a shit. I don't want to have anything to do with that video. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, what yeah. rewatch them, uh, I still think uh, that you can just, I think I have a thing now where it's like, if I really want to get into the mood of watching a scary movie, I have to, it has to be either really quiet in the house, no interruptions if it's a daytime, or it's got to be at night. So just set the mood for yourself. Watch them back to back. It's still fun. Um, 
All right, Alma, where can everybody find us on the interwebs? All right. You can go to our website, nightmaremoviepodcast.com. You can visit us on Instagram at Nightmare Movie Podcast. Our Twitter is at Nightmare on Fifth. That's at Nightmare on Five TH. And you can also read our writings and musings over on horrormovieblog.com. We have an Instagram for, no, not an Instagram. We have a Twitter for them at horrormovieblog. And if you would like to do more than just listen, which we appreciate always, um, we love that you listen to us and write a review if you can. It's very helpful. And if you want to give us a little monetary help, Dali has our Patreon and buy me a coffee information. I just want to say real quick that I love that you said uh, our musings because <laughs> it's not always uh, necessarily like uh, anything like uh, we're obviously not professional critics, but sometimes it's just random musings. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we have a patreon.com slash nightmare movie podcast. If you want to do a one-time donation, we have a buymeacoffee.com slash nightmare pod. And we've also tried to make it easier for everyone. If you do wish to monetarily support, you do not have to. Um, you can subscribe right here on, if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can subscribe right off of this platform. But either way, you choose to support us, whether it's sharing us with someone, just listening to us. We're extremely grateful for all of it. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to Nightmare on Fifth Street, a horror movie podcast. If you like what you heard, consider hitting that follow button and sharing us with others. We also love reviews if that's your thing. And of course, you can always subscribe to our Patreon and on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Whatever way you choose to support us, whether it's listening, sharing or subscribing, we are truly grateful. Thank you so much.